Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing great. I'm the author of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. And today we're going to talk all about how we can gain some headspace and do it in a mindful kind of way. So how to cultivate mindfulness and how that can actually help us take back our power. So many of us go through days, you know, where we're mindlessly going through the day, almost like on autopilot. And, you know, what sometimes our mind gets taken over by over worrying or overthinking, or like, you know, suddenly we wake up to the fact that we're stressed out or that we're ruminating or worrying, or we're like, thinking about the future, thinking about the past, and we're all stressed in the moment that we're in. So, you know, and when you love someone with an addiction, you might think thoughts like, why are they acting so weird? Or, you know, what are they doing? What are they up to? Are they drinking? Are they doing drugs again? You know, are they okay? You know, why do they pick fights with me? Like all these things can be going on through your brain. And what happens is, is that it stresses us out going into that place where we're just our mind is full of chaos um, and it really does not feel good you know we ruminate we worry we go through all the the things that you would normally and naturally go through as a human when you love someone with an addiction or if you're simply just you know going about your day and there's going to be challenges and struggle and sometimes we just go into that automatic pilot mode where our brains really really take over so you know thinking about all that our brains get hijacked by you know these episodes and sometimes it's just like you just want to calm your mind. You want to bring yourself back to a place that feels really better, that feels peaceful, that feels, you know, like you have control over the moment that you're in. And now the good news is, is that there is an ancient practice that really does move us from a place of mindlessness and runaway thoughts of worry and concern and rumination to a place that's really peaceful. And that's called mindfulness. And this is basically the distance between your thinking and the thought. And I love that, right? Because it gives you that little bit of a buffer. Um, There's a space between your thinking and the thought that's going on. And so what's interesting about mindfulness is that it's not just, you know, meditating. It's not just doing yoga. It's not clearing your mind of absolutely every single thought. You know, that's not what it is. Although it is really great for relaxation, it's really good for calming your nervous system, you know, it, it, but it's not like a yoga pose. It's not sitting there and meditating. It's not, mindfulness isn't about removing all thoughts from your brain. So what is mindfulness then, right? So basically it's 
about bringing yourself into the present moment. It's present moment thinking. So if you want to, you know, take away the fanciness of the word mindfulness and change it with to present moment thinking, that's what it is. So this tool of mindfulness is so great because it's an antidote when your brain, when you have runaway thinking, that's not making you feel good. And uh, let's be real, right? Sometimes our brains go off on these um, tangents or they go off on runaway thinking that might not be making you feel good. So we have control over that. We can take back our power when it comes to that runaway thinking. And we're going to talk about that today. So some of those feelings don't feel good when we let our minds go off. So since our emotional brain can get hijacked, mindfulness is that beautiful tool that can calm yourself down in that moment. You can calm down to the point where your rational brain can work, where your brain can perform the way it's supposed to, where we can feel at peace despite the chaos that might be going on around us. And trust me, when you love someone with an addiction, there's definitely chaos going on around you. So it, it's basically like hitting that pause button. It's, it's basically saying pause to the brain and you bring yourself back to the present moment and you take a step back from your emotions and you view, view it from a place of compassion and curiosity. It gives you that space. So through mindfulness and mindfulness practices, you can become immersed so much in the present moment of what's going on around you and that you can, like the moment that you're presently in, and you can break out of that space of stress, concern, rumination, and worry. And the good news is research has backed this all up. Research suggests actually that mindfulness enhances our problem solving, solving capabilities and it enables us to make better choices. So I am so excited to talk about ways that we can cultivate mindfulness. So let's get into it. Let's jump right in. So are you convinced like mindfulness is a wonderful self-awareness tool that can really help? All right, so what you wanna do to move from mindlessness to mindfulness, right? And we're not talking a full mind, we're talking about mindfulness, present moment thinking. So we wanna go away from going on to autopilot and we can be in the driver's seat. We can cultivate, you know, what it is that we're focused on. You know, are we focused on the concerns of, you know, the, the drug addicted loved one in our life? Or are we, you know, enjoying the beauty of what might be around us when we go for a beautiful walk, when we're sitting out in the sunshine and the present moment is such a present as they say. So what we're going to do is talk about ways to cultivate mindfulness. So here are some strategies for you, some actionable nuggets to help you cultivate mindfulness. So you become mindful by connecting to all your senses. So you can sometimes when you're feeling so frazzled and upset, obviously give yourself awareness and self-compassion around those emotions and know that they are messengers and they're there and they're sent to you and you're like you're feeling them for a reason so it's not about burying them under the carpet but it's it's turning now into your senses so take time to reconnect to the present moment so when you're frazzled Take a step back, reconnect to the present moment that you're in, gain some distance from that inner chatter box and that worry box. And what we want to do is even you can simply say, stop, 
right? Like stop and connect to all your senses. So what are you seeing? What are you smelling? What are you hearing? What are you feeling? Uh, without getting caught up in the details, like, right? Just be present in the moment. Keep going and practicing this with your mind and bring yourself into the present moment. I remember having to go on a walk. I was going on a walk to like, you know, try and calm my nervous system down. And I was so stressed. And I remember thinking, I had to go car, tree, leaves, blowing wind. I had to go through all my senses, like fresh air, like, you know, all of these things to help just calm me down because I, I didn't want to be worried and I didn't want to be in that stress response. I wanted to just be mindful in the present moment where there is peace. So what are you smelling? What are you hearing? What are you seeing? Keep repeating them. What are you feeling? So connecting to your senses is one of the best ways that you can cultivate mindfulness. So is really important. So what are you sensing in any given moment? You know, the sights, the sounds, the smells, they typically go unnoticed, but that's one way to bring you into the present moment and help you just to be aware in that present moment where you can find peace. So another tool to be more mindful is to scan your body and to absorb mentally, you know, where are you holding tension in this body of yours? You know, where are you straining? Where are you? And without judgment, just acknowledge it and then let it go. So connecting to your body and scanning your bodies is another way to get mindful. So connecting to those senses. So another way to cultivate mindfulness is that you, you can become more mindful by connecting to your breathing, your breath. And I don't know about you, but especially when I'm stressed out, I tend to hold my breath. I like, I literally hold my breath and I've been catching myself holding my breath more and more too. So it's really important to slow down and just connect to that breathing and that'll help clear your mind and, you know, just breathe, lengthen your breath. Oftentimes of stress, we hold our breath. So focusing on your breath will actually bring you into the present moment, into that life-giving breath. Just breathe in and breathe out and, and focus on it. You can also use a timer. You can remind yourself to breathe. Like I know I put that in my phone sometimes to like send me a little reminder, deep breathe, Andrea. <laughs> um, so you could do that as well. So just little signals to remind you to take a deep breath. And you can do, you know, counted breathing. And one of the past episodes, we talked all about the power of breath and how powerful it is to, for self-awareness and bringing you into the present moment and down-regulating your nervous system. So just be more mindful of that breath, right? Inhaling and exhaling full cycles of breath. And just simply by lengthening your breath too can really help to bring about, you know, more inner peace as well as gaining that mindfulness of the in the present moment. So pay a close attention to your breathing, especially when you're experiencing intense emotions like anger, frustration, disappointment, and the whole gamut of emotions that, yes, come with loving someone with an addiction. All right. So the next way to cultivate mindfulness is through music, through dance, through movement. And they really make your, your, you mindful in the moment because you're actually, you're playing with the music and you're enjoying it. And you're in the present moment. When you dance, you're in what's called flow state. Sing along, enjoy, move your body um, and get lost in the moment that you're in. And that really helps to, to bring about mindfulness and helps to calm you know, the nervous system. And so, yeah, let some of these emotions out through your music, through dancing, through movement and um, strong emotions like sadness, anger, fear 
they really are hard to, you know, stop that brain and, and gain some distance. So you want to process them. You want to move them through your body. And, and you can do that through music, through dance and movement, right? You know, if you have pent up anger, like what are ways that you can move that anger through your body? So running, kickboxing, moving. I remember, you know, even just like screaming sometimes in my car, like, no, nah! just feels so good. I remember doing a dance like this one time to the you know, the wall that was between me and my addicted loved one. Anyway, so things like that, that help, you know, release um, that frustration, bring you into the present moment, right? Or do you need calming gentleness? Do you need classical music? Do you need yoga music in the background that's very calming? And do you need to move slow with Tai Chi and yoga movements? Do you need gentleness? Um, so there's lots of ways that you can use music and dance and movement to help cultivate mindfulness and also to move these emotions through your body. So another way to cultivate mindfulness is that you can become more mindful by asking yourself questions like, what am I feeling? What am I needing? What am I wanting? And I actually, you know, start my day almost every day with that. I lie in bed, I ask myself, what am I feeling? What am I needing? What am I wanting? And what am I willing to do today? And that's a wonderful way to start your day. And it's a good way to check in and become mindful of yourself and also get real about what it is that you're feeling, what you're needing and what you're wanting. I love that, that suggestion. Uh, and just tuning into your body sensations. If you ask the questions, the answers are there. It's amazing how with this mindfulness tool of checking in, you'll have the answers of what you're needing, feeling, and wanting. So mindfulness is a wonderful way to really encourage self-care, to foster healing and growth as well, right? If you're asking, what am I needing? I'm exhausted. I'm feeling exhausted. Well, what am I needing? I need a little vacation. I need to step away. I need to go away with my girlfriends. Like, you know, whatever it is, you're going to have the answers there. All right, so another way to cultivate, the last way to cultivate, there's so many ways to cultivate mindfulness, but in this uh, episode is to find moments in your day to be mindful, to reset your focus. Sometimes we get into automatic like pilot where we're like, you know, sometimes we drive somewhere and we didn't even remember that we drove. Like we're just like literally focused or our mind has gone somewhere else. So find moments throughout your day where you can be mindful so you can reset your focus. Just taking a deep breath, checking in, wonderful way to be mindful. Another one is, I love this one, is a walking meditation where you just, when you're walking, you just simply take notice of, you know, with all your senses and just stay present for as long as you're walking. I take moments where I sit out on my deck and I just try to take in the birds, the movement of the leaves, the beautiful blue sky, the, you know, the green grass, like all these things, just taking it in and being present and mindful and, and refocus in that moment. So meditation, right? There is a wonderful meditation called loving kindness meditation. This loving kindness meditation, there's so many versions of it. I mean, you can Google it, you can see it. It's in my show notes on my website, if you want to grab it there, but it is basically, may I be strong. May I be peaceful. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be safe may I be wise. And take as much time as you need to repeat these words over and over again. And it's just so loving and it feels so good. And then you can take it one step further and you can say, may you be peaceful. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. 
may you be wise. And, and that's it. It's just a loving kindness meditation that makes you feel good. Um, just repeat it in a mantra style. If you like, write it on your mirrors with a dry erase marker. Um, these are all wonderful ways to support yourself and to cultivate mindfulness. Um, yeah, so there's numerous amount of mindfulness meditations available to you. Like you can search and find your favorite people and um, definitely just um, bring yourself into the present moment. Connect to your breath. Notice how all those meditations Start with connecting to breath, connecting to your body, letting go of stress and strain, and connecting to your senses as well. So find as many moments as you can throughout your day to become mindful. So that's it. That is it. Like move, listen to dance, like listen to music, dance, movement, um, become mindful about asking questions, you know, connecting to your body. What am I feeling? What am I needing? What am I wanting? Find moments throughout your day that you can be mindful. Take a mindfulness meditation walk um, and just becoming more mindful by connecting to your breath and all your senses. So that's it. That is how we can cultivate mindfulness. And that's how we can gain some headspace, especially when we love someone with an addiction and, the, and, and feeling some degree of stress because of it. So that's it, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so thankful that you're here and always sending hugs. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want additional support, you can head on over to my website at andreaslidell.com where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone going through this struggle so that we can all work together to take back our lives and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes every single week so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.